Brianna Jai was found stabbed to death in Warrington Park on February 11, 2022, in the UK. Two 15-year-old teens have been charged with her murder, and the murder is being investigated as a potential hate crime. Welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. On this bright and shiny Tuesday morning. <laughs> this episode's going to come out on time, so I'm feeling pretty good about us. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting back on it. We're getting back on it. We want to. We yes. do. We definitely do. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get started because we have a lot of interesting content for you. And Katie, yeah. I, this is just blowing my mind. So let's mm -hmm. kick it off with a crime news update. So surely you remember the case of Madeline McCann. Well, Madeline McCann, a very famous uh, little girl that went missing in 2007 in Portugal from an apartment in Priya de Luz. While her parents were having dinner at a nearby restaurant, she was three years old, and that case has been really famous. In fact, just recently, uh, authorities had announced that they had closed investigations on that case, and then someone else reopened them, and there's been a lot of back and forth. Um, but they've never been able to solve the case of what happened to Madeline. There's been a lot of conjecture over the years. Well, as of late, there is a girl in Poland named Julia who believes that she is Madeline McCann. <clears throat> she started a social media president presence uh, called I Am Madeline McCann. And she says that her past uh, is a little sketchy, that her parents uh, have been unwilling to ever show her baby pictures um, or unable. Uh, that she's never seen pictures of her mother pregnant and that when she asks about her early years, her parents get really uh, strange about it. She said a grandmother has said some things to her that makes her think that she didn't join this family until she was a little bit older. Uh, there's just things about her past that don't track for her. Mm -hmm. So she came across the story of Madeline McCann. She also claims that one of the, uh, the, the German sex offender that has been looked at in Madeline McCann's murder or, or disappearance over and over again. Yeah. She claims that she's been sexually assaulted by him and knows him. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff and people aren't sure. Are we dealing with like a legit person here? Or are we dealing with mental illness? Like what's the case? Right. So I'm going to show you guys a couple of things. Uh, this is a TikTok. So here she is. And that is a comparison with Madeline's parents. Mm-hmm. Here's Madeline. Madeline. So she's got a few pictures and uh, a few thoughts. Uh, one of the things that makes her think that she could be Madeline is because she has that uh, eye defect. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that really striking picture of Madeline where she has she has that funny little uh, kind of like smudge in her eye? Mm -hmm. And she has that as well. 
She also has, let's see, she has some spots on her body that are the same as Madeline's. She has a little uh, lip marking and a little, uh, or a little uh, like mark by her eye. She has the columba on the eye. Mm -hmm. She has a spot on her cheek, like a little brownish spot on her cheek that's the same. She believes that she has a similar face, shape, ears, lips, and gap in her teeth. Now, Madeline was three. She had baby teeth. So Funny. that's kind of hard for me to see as, uh, as possible, you mm -hmm. know. But uh, at any rate, she's convinced. And Madeline's parents have now agreed to a DNA test. Yeah. So that's happening. I was going to show you a couple of stills as well. So on the left in this picture is Madeline. On the right is Julia, a little bit older. Mm -hmm. And then in this picture, this is from a newspaper. Uh, again, we have Madeline here on the right and then Julia on the left. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. The DNA test is uh, in progress. So we'll find out if it's possible that Julia could be Madeline. One thing that doesn't track is that Madeline would be 19 and Julia's 21. Right. Now, is it possible that her parents have lied about her age and that she really is 19? Maybe. There's just a lot of holes here. There's a lot we don't if know. They are legit lying about her identity. I mean, that is something they could have included in that lie. Sure. But it, sure. Uh, it is, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I, I'm I'm withholding judgment <laughs> because I'm really not sure. Well, um, I can see why this this young girl would like this to be true because yes. clearly there's some real sketchiness around her own history, mm -hmm. and maybe this would answer some questions for her. And I can see why mm -hmm. she would be wanting to look for that. On her TikTok, uh, it says repeatedly, "Help me find my real parents." You know, mm -hmm. assuming the McCanns are her real parents. Uh, Maybe someone else's, you know. Maybe someone else's. If uh, why aren't her parents just telling her that, you know? Where are they? And she doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. I I wonder what's actually going on behind closed doors with her family. If she's mm -hmm. uh, refusing to listen to what she doesn't want to hear, and her mm -hmm. parents at this point just don't know what to do with her, you know? Or if mm -hmm. indeed there is something sketch here. So we don't know, but, uh, and I hope for the McCann's sake that this is legit because what a thing to put them through. Right. You know? Absolutely. I mean, but, just the uh, hope of this. And, yeah. Um, so we'll keep an eagle eye on it and let you know what we find out. Yeah, we will. We well, I'm going to kick the mic back over to you for our main case. Okay. Well, our main case is about Brianna Jai. Brianna Jai was a 16-year-old trans girl in the UK who mm -hmm. murdered, found stabbed to death in a park on February 11th. Brianna is, uh, has been a very well-known uh, TikTok creator. We loved in the trans community. Mm-hmm on TikTok, beloved by her family and accepted by her family as a trans girl. And has um, now been murdered by 
allegedly two 15 year olds, a boy and a girl Mm -hmm. have been charged and are facing, you know, all the legal stuff. Yeah. uh, In Brianna's death. Mm -hmm. Police are treating this potentially as a hate crime. They have said that they don't have any specific evidence yet that it's a hate crime, but given that Brianna is a trans girl and Mm -hmm. that she had such a public media presence that it makes it more likely that Mm -hmm. this is a hate crime. Um, You know, I, I looked her up because I wasn't familiar with her. So I looked her up and of course her TikTok is gone, but there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of um, tribute videos. Uh Uh-huh stitching her content, you know, talking about how much she helped people, how much she helped other trans kids to feel safe and accepted and like they were okay. And, you know, she really kind of had a larger than life personality, Mm -hmm. according to her family. And it's such a huge loss for them. And, And one thing that I'm really, really appreciating is that everywhere I look, um, they're treating her pronouns correctly and Mm -hmm. using the appropriate name, which I think Uh is really good and really, really important. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see on her. There's a GoFundMe that has raised about 90,000 pounds so far to help her family. Um, And the GoFundMe describes her as an outgoing, confident girl. She brought a lot of laughter to those who knew her. She was looking forward to taking her exams this year and beginning her journey into the adult world. So she was just a 16 year old doing kid, the thing. you know, having yeah. fun, you know, wanting to, wanting to move on toward college and, you know, do the things that she wanted to do with her life. And she's mm-hmm. now, uh, as a lot of the um, tributes say, forever 16. Yeah. And there are really a lot of questions about why. Yeah. She went to school in a town called Birchwood. Um, And that's about three miles from the park where she was killed. Um, The the teenagers who are charged in her murder are from a nearby town. Okay. Um, Did she know them? Well, that's what we're not sure of yet. So the girl who was charged is 15. She's from Warrington. And the boy is from Lee. And these are all little towns that are near each other. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that they did know each other, but we, I think mm-hmm. we don't know yet. Obviously, part of this, we're not going to know a lot because these They're defendants are 15. Yeah. But they are in a youth detention facility and will be appearing in court shortly. Um and nothing about them will be identified because they're under 18. Yeah. She, let's see. Brianna was found on a path in the park on Saturday, February 11th, um, just by people who were walking there mm-hmm. at about 3.13 p.m. And she was pronounced dead at the scene. Uh, she had been stabbed quite a few times. There are vigils being um, held around um, the UK for her. Mm -hmm. Uh, She really, she 
brought a lot of light to people. Her family yeah. said she was a larger than life character who would leave a lasting impression on all that met her. Uh-huh. She was beautiful, witty, witty and hilarious. Aww. Yeah. So trans women are the most likely to be murdered. Black trans women actually are the highest risk. Mm -hmm. uh, Brianna's white, but um, this is a worry and a risk that we have to be aware of at all times for our trans youth. Yes. For trans yeah. and, and for trans adults. Mm -hmm. But there is so much risk for their lives because oh, we yeah. still live in a world who says that trans people should be murdered, which is horrific. Yeah. And, you know, Brianna lived her life with a lot of joy and she lived her life very much out loud. She mm -hmm. didn't hide who she was and she no. encouraged other kids to be honest about who they are. Well, and she and, must have had decent support from her family. Mm -hmm, she did. She did. Now um, there is a call for the government to give her the gender change on her birth certificate that she wanted. Ah. Oh. Um, let's see. So under UK law, you have to be 18 to get what's called a gender recognition certificate. Okay. Which allows a trans person's uh, gender to be changed. Uh-huh. On like um, a birth certificate, death certificate, marriage, civil partnership, anything like that. Sure. So there is a campaign right now to get her name, her gender, get her her gender recognition certificate posthumously because sure. it was something she really wanted. Yeah. And and out of respect for her that she should get to, you know, be represented everywhere under the gender that she identified as. Yes. Yeah. And and like they said, give her the dignity that she deserves. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I well, think that would certainly be the way to go. The most respectful way to treat her. Absolutely. And we'll keep an eye on this case. I don't know how much we'll know because the defendants are minors, but I'm sure if they plead or, you know, are convicted, we'll know yeah. that. I'm just but, glad you know, that there are charges and that they're considering a hate crime. Yeah. Like, honestly, uh, just better than we might have gotten in the States. Right. And it is. It is. But, you know, every time a trans person is murdered, the police are like, now, listen. Yeah. There's, we, we don't know that this was a hate crime. And you're like, oh, come on. Right. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. So lots of love to her family and all of her followers. You know, I yeah. hope that all of the kids that were following her are getting help. Yeah. And getting the support that they need during this time because this is a really challenging experience to go through for anyone. But if you are a trans teenager already going through a lot, you need to be reaching out and getting support wherever you can. Absolutely. Well, also because a lot of her followers are trans kids, right? You know, that were so encouraged by her and then yeah. to see her get murdered. My God, no, I can't even really imagine. Scary. Really, really just shaking scary. them up. Yeah. So offer support wherever you can. See something, say something as always. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, it is my fervent hope that we can get to a place in this world mm -hmm. where our trans community is not at risk 
of being murdered for just being who they are. Well, I don't know what's going on in the UK, but I know in the US that the uh, constant fear baiting over trans people is yeah. resulting in so much more violence against people, mm -hmm. as well as just such a lack of humanity around trans people that I'm, I'm shocked. I'm yeah, just shocked. It's stunning how hateful and horrible it is. People are people. All people are people. Yeah. I don't get it. No. Yeah. No, neither. All right. Well, I'm going to kick the mic back to you for some WTF news. Okay. Last month in Florida, a heroin really uh, arose. A woman who was attacked in her gym at her apartment building. Mm. And the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office released a video that they had made of her, of the attack, and of uh, her fighting the attacker off. Uh, it's kind of an educational piece, you know, to see what somebody was able to do and encourage other women to fight back. And I'm going to share it with you, and then we'll talk a little bit more about it. Whenever he was at the door, I buzzed him in and he came inside. My thought process was it was just another dude coming in to work out. So I didn't mind, I didn't think of anything out of that. As soon as he was approaching me, I pushed him. I said, bro, what the F are you doing? Get away from me, stop trying to touch me. And he started chasing me around the bench and we ended up on the other side of the gym. I'm grateful that she came forward. I'm, I know that her story is gonna be an inspiration to other women. My advice would be to never give up. Uh, my parents always told me in life to never give up on anything. And that's one thing I always kept in my mind when I was fighting him. As, as long as you don't give up, you fight back, you show him that you are strong, that you are one, that you're able to fight back and survive this and get out of the situation, I believe it's possible. Wow. So, yeah, the video, it's only a portion of the attack. I had a hard time finding the whole attack without a, a lot of commentary from news and stuff. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, it, it went on for, for a hot minute. Uh, she, she hit him in the face repeatedly with her phone. So she was just using the tools she had around her. Mm -hmm. I kept hoping she'd see a dumbbell close by and give him. I know, me too. Him. I was like, come on, grab a weight, grab a weight. <laughs> right. Um, she said that she believes that inevitably she was about to be raped. And the way he was pinning her on the floor, I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, why did she let him in? She let him in because she'd seen him in there working out before. So she just thought he was another resident that just needed, didn't have his key card and needed buzzed in. She right. had you know, no idea that he was coming in there to assault her. Uh, so obviously she was also trying to call 911 as he was trying to attack her. And, but yeah, hit him repeatedly in the face and managed to get away. Now she's probably, uh, this is probably a more rare event because she's a bodybuilder. She's tough as hell. 
mm-hmm. and was able to fight him off, whereas uh, other women may not have been able to fight him off. They weren't that strong. Yeah. Uh, thank God for her, she was. She ran out of that room and just ran to a nearby apartment and got help. And he oh, was really? arrested and he's been charged. But uh, I just thought that video was pretty striking of, you know, mm-hmm. exactly what happens to women. Right. Yep. The very thing. And I mean, just being nice. Right. Yeah. Thing we've all been taught to do. Yeah. You know, rather than be like, don't have your key card. Sorry. Bye. Yeah. yeah. But again, she'd seen him in there before. So she just assumed he was supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was something. So there you go. Fight. Absolutely fight. Yeah. But you know what? Also, don't be afraid to be rude. Yeah, for sure. If you're in there alone and some guy wants to come in and he doesn't have his own way in, don't let him in. That's don't. his problem. He can go get his key card if he has one. Yeah. I mean, it's not her fault in any way. But you know what? You don't no. have to be nice. You no. Don't. No. One of the things she said in an, inter- in an interview was to, uh, because it all happened so quickly. And But she said, you know, one thing that uh, I want to stress to other women is to call the police at the first sign of trouble. Mm-hmm. don't hesitate, don't wait to see if it's going to get worse. Call the police at the first sign of trouble. Get out of there at the first sign of trouble. Like, don't wait to see what's going to happen. Yeah. And I thought that was really good advice because I feel like that's probably true of a lot of situations where, mm-hmm. again, you're being nice, you know. Yeah. So you don't have to be nice. No, no, you sure don't. So good on her. I'm so glad she's okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. Tough girl. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't know if that was enough adrenaline for you, but I think it was for me. Uh, <laughs> this is our Tuesday episode. Uh, we don't have a regular episode on Wednesday this week because we will be back on Thursday with a live stream following the Daybell Vallo court uh, that mm-hmm. Katie will be attending. We will be back Wednesday night, though, with our live case updates live stream at 7 p.m. Mountain. So watch for all of that. So much more um, to come this week. And you know it. We are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care.